This is primarily pro football talk with James Montgomery. And today I have the legend Matt Raymer with us. Thank you for joining us today, Matt. And also thank you for all those listening for joining with us. And if Justice Adams is out there, we would like to let him know that we like the Bucks, but I think they're going to lose to the Saints. It's almost the playoffs. And there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of interesting stuff going on. And the first thing, the first order of business is that Ryan Fitzpatrick is out Sunday, which how how will this affect the Dolphins on Sunday? How will this affect them? Because they need a win against Buffalo, or do you think it will affect them? I mean, ultimately, they don't have their safety blanket now. If you, I feel like Ryan Fitzpatrick's kind of been their safety blanket recently because whenever Tua struggles and the team is behind, they put Fitzpatrick back in to reel him back. I mean, that's exactly what happened last week um, in the game where Tua was really struggling because he doesn't throw the ball downfield ever. And they put Fitzpatrick in, and all of a sudden they score, what, like 14 points quickly, which is yeah. so weird they don't just keep Fitzpatrick in. But the franchise in the future is Tua. Uh, but I think the real interesting question to come to this is, will the two will be close contact, considered close contact to Fitzpatrick, and maybe have the possibility to be ruled out as well? That would be interesting. But it, I guess if they were doing all the precautions, it wouldn't count as a close contact. If they, if you know, if they were on video six feet apart with the mask on, I think they're okay. Um, yeah, I, I guess you know, because it's Thursday. So I think of when they played last which was Saturday because they played the Saturday night game they were definitely in close contact on the field together uh, but I guess this all assumes that Fitzpatrick test positive between Saturday and Thursday yeah yeah well and, and in my opinion I would have probably put the Dolphins over the Bills because I don't know how many people they're playing the Bills um I I have no idea if they're gonna play starters or not I think Josh Allen's uh, set to start, but it's like, how long is he going to play? You know, like, is he going to play the whole game or is he going to play a half? I don't know. So I was, yeah, no, you're, you're right. Because the coach already came out saying, hey, McDermott's a good coach. I'm sure you like this line. He goes, oh yeah, we have a plan. He says he has a plan. So uh, who knows how long they play? I mean, Alan, I'm guessing will play a half or so. Yeah. Um, but it all depends on the Pittsburgh game for them. If Pittsburgh's getting smoked by Cleveland, which Buffalo hopes, then uh, then they would just sit in Josh Allen and rest him. Yeah, yeah, and and Dolphins, the Dolphins have to win to get in because the Colts play the Jaguars, and we all know that the Jaguars have not won a game since beating the Colts in Week One, so it's very unlikely that the Colts are going to lose that game, and their playoff spot would be taken by the Colts if they lost. So I I was kind of thinking it was going to be an easy game for the Dolphins with Fitzpatrick at quarterback, knowing that the Bills don't have a whole lot to to gain or or anything really. I mean, they have a little to lose, but not a lot, you know? So uh, I was, I was kind of thinking that the Dolphins were going to easily win that and the Colts are out. And I was super bummed because I had the Colts as like my sleeper pick about mid season and they're not even going to make it. So I was kind of bummed, but it is what it is. I guess they can, yeah. 
they can still win the division if the if the Titans lose to the Texans, which I actually think is a little bit more plausible than any of the other teams losing, like the Browns losing to the Steelers or the Baltimore Ravens losing to the Bengals. What do you yeah, think? I think? The thing that, the thing that I like to think about that is that, well, Cleveland is still going under COVID stuff as well. The receivers are going to be back, but they placed two other players on COVID list now. However, the big thing here is Pittsburgh is without Ben Roethlisberger. They already announced Ben Roethlisberger is not going to play. So Mason Rudolph is lined to start. So Cleveland's defense should handle a Mason Rudolph-led Steelers offense. Um, but I don't think the Dolphins game, especially uh, the Dolphins defense is good, but if even if Allen plays a half, is it possible that Dolphins are trailing by 14 going into the second half? I think it's definitely possible. Um, so I think that's still something subject and. Like we said, the NFL is nuts this year. The Jets have won two games in a row. So you don't know at all what's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, no. You don't know. We don't know anything. We know nothing. Um, yeah, I, I, I think it's a super interesting weekend. And that's the AFC because uh, the AFC, in my opinion, is super competitive outside of Kansas City. I mean, obviously, Kansas City hasn't really played too well. But I just think it's a matter of just having an urgent situation for them to turn it on, you know. Like if they get into a uh, a one game playoff situation, they're gonna they're gonna beat them, you know. I don't really have a concern for that. But um, do you, you believe Kansas City? This isn't exactly the playoff episode, the playoff outlook episode. But you believe Kansas City won't be challenged too much going to the Super Bowl? No, and I, I and I think the team to challenge them best was the Indianapolis Colts, just because of their defense, not because of Rivers or anything. I didn't think Rivers was that good. However, I did feel like the their team, the way it's built, was gonna could compete with them at a high level. Uh, I do think Buffalo could give them a game. I just don't think they're gonna win the game. I don't think anyone's gonna win the game against the Chiefs. That's all. Like I don't, I don't think uh, there's a game that's gonna be won. I doesn't mean the game's not close. I just don't think it's going to be won. Yeah. That's fair. I, I, I would tend to agree. I think uh, Buffalo would give them a game because I think Buffalo could actually score uh, with them. Yeah. They, Buffalo can't run the ball either. I know, I know a lot of what you've talked about throughout this season, that the way to beat the Chiefs is to have a team that can run the ball and try to control the clock, which, you know, is pretty standard. That's what most people would think because you try to get Mahomes off the field. So you got the Titans in there with Henry. Um, or I think Baltimore is an interesting team. But yeah. I thought that, but I went out of my head about 10 seconds later because if you recall, last time Kansas City played Baltimore, Baltimore <laughs> was healthy then, so you have any excuses. Kansas yeah. City whooped it. Yeah, it's Kansas Kansas City and Baltimore are not a good matchup, and, and I don't know why. Because you would think it would be a good matchup for Baltimore, but it hasn't proven that way in the past. So until Baltimore beats them, I just don't see that happening. You know, until I see Baltimore show up one day and do what they're supposed to do against the Kansas city chiefs. I just don't see it happening. I don't know about you. What do you think? No, I, I, well, I tend to agree because every evidence we have is proven that way. I mean, Mahomes, Baltimore almost want to think like Baltimore's a good defense. Uh, 
However, when it faces a really good team, the defense struggles because they what they do to an average to a little above average quarterback works with their blitzing scheme and their really their defense is a very technical one and how it works. Uh, but when they face a quarterback like Mahomes that can buy a little bit of extra time and makes throws that nobody else can make along with the weapons that it, it obviously creates a hole in that defense, which an average team can't surpass, but Kansas city can. Yeah. So I think that's a really interesting one. Yeah. And I think uh, one team that I, I got a little flyer for you. What about the dolphins with Fitzpatrick under center? Not Tua. Yeah. Do you think they could give any run to the Chiefs? This is a weird one to fly it out there. But my point I want to say here is you have Xavier Howard and Byron Jones on the outside. Yeah. Who are the best quarterback tandem in the league. Yeah. Can they lock up Kansas City somewhat? When they played earlier this year in Kansas City, with Tua under quarterback, that, no weapons on offense. It was a game. That was a good I game. With Fitz there, with Fitz there, I think that it actually could be a game, which is pretty crazy to think, but I think just the way the teams match up because of the weapons that Miami possesses on defense is unique. I I actually agree with you. I actually think Miami with Fitzpatrick would be maybe that second team to compete against, you know, outside of Buffalo to compete with Kansas City. Um, and, and I don't think any of us take – the Steelers very serious. Like, I don't think anybody does. I think, I think you could see them winning the first round. Right. But winning, like beating the chiefs just doesn't feel like that's possible, you know? Um, uh, and yeah. I, I'm not even saying that the Steelers don't make it to the conference title game. Like the Steelers could, could, you know, pull a, you know, just cause of experience and just grit. Maybe they pull out a win against the, the bills in the, in the divisional round. Um, but I, I, I just don't take them serious up against the chiefs, you know, uh, if, it, no, yeah, I, I just don't take them too serious. And, and would it surprise anybody that they made it farther because of Ben Roethlisberger, their experience, like you said, um, overall talent, I mean, they have a ton of talent. Well, yes, it would not surprise, I mean, it wouldn't surprise anybody. However, it would not be something I put my money on in Vegas just because yeah. they have, <laughs> been so inconsistent. I mean, they look miserable against Cincinnati. Last week, whatever that happened in that second half, maybe that'll propel them because they was two different teams between the Colts up 17 on them and then all of a sudden they come storming back and their defense shut Indianapolis down after a certain point. So, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, and Miami is an interesting one, though. I, I agree with you. I think that is an interesting one with Fitzpatrick because they're just – they're more explosive with Fitzpatrick. And Miami's can he corral himself for one game not to throw four picks? Yeah, I, I think he can. Yeah, I think he can too. And their turnover differential. Now listen to this. Listen to this. Turnover differential is a big thing with Vegas, right? Like like when they do their their odds. Uh, Tennessee and Miami are leading the league in turnover differential. They're plus eleven, and and Indianapolis is plus ten. Pittsburgh is plus 10 and Kansas city is plus seven. Those are your top five teams in the NFL in turnover differential. And all those teams happen to be uh, looking like they're going to be in the play. I know the Colts may not make it or the dolphins between the, you know, but they're all good teams. They're all good teams. I, mean, that, I think that's one of the best stats there is every year. Uh, if you look at the 49ers last year, they had one of the best turnover differentials in history. 
last year and they went to the Super Bowl. Uh, yeah. One team, but just real quick, uh, when you say that, a team that shocks me when you say that is Tennessee. Because mm-hmm. that defense is not good. That no. defense isn't good at all. However, they're still so high, it just really shows to me that Ryan Tannehill protects the football. They, yeah, I don't they, think that team's forcing a ton of turnovers. No, no, they're they're not turning the ball over. They only have eleven giveaways all season, which is actually the best in the NFL. They have a they have a chance, yeah. but that defense is not good. <laughs> yeah, everybody. The, the next closest is the is the Colts at fourteen. Yeah, the next closest is the Colts wow. at fourteen. So the Titans and the Colts. Uh, are giving the ball away less than anybody in the league. And that's why I like the Titans and the Colts. I do. I, I really like them. And it's not because I think that they're like world beaters, but they just like, uh, they play sound football. They got good coaching. Uh, the Titans to me are a little weaker because their defense is just, gosh, their defense is so bad. Like sometimes I'm just watching them and I'm like, man, you guys are not good. Like it's just not good, you know? Like the, their offense is all the time. I'm watching them. I don't think it's even sometimes. Come <laughs> bad. I, I, uh, what's his face? The guy who made the play in the Seattle Seahawks Super Bowl, uh, Malcolm oh. Butler. He had, he, he's actually top three in the league in interceptions. So he's, I think he's doing okay. But, um, yeah, man, I, I, uh, yeah, I, him and Aunt Simmons is good too. They're, they're young D tackle. Oh yeah, yeah. I I mean they got good parts, and it's just I I would not be surprised if the Texans upset them this weekend. Would not be surprised at all, and they don't even get in. Would not surprise me. I was I I yeah. It's a divisional game, so any anytime you have a division game, divisional game, things can happen. Look at the 49ers beating the Rams last week. Uh, there's always or two weeks ago. Uh, there's always time where division they play each other and they know each other so well. That usually don't have that many lopsided games that way. So, and you got Deshaun Watson. So, I think it's always a possibility. Yeah, and and JJ Watt called out his team this weekend. He had a two minute press conference, and he was basically crying about how his team is not doing what they need to do to uphold their end for their fans. Which it was kind of it was kind of heart moving to be honest with you. And I was like, maybe. Uh, Maybe that's uh, what it takes for them to upset the Titans on Sunday. You know, I don't know if you watched that. I don't know if you watched that. Did you watch that? It kind of weird to me. I, I imagine he's a great leader. He's done amazing things in this community, but I thought it was a little late. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that defense is terrible. No, that defense. I mean, we're talking about the Titans defense being bad. They uh, let people run up and down the field on them all the time. They let P. Ryan and Brandon Allen on the Bengals look like pro bowlers <laughs> for sure last week. Brandon Allen was great, and P. Ryan, who hasn't done anything his entire career, had two touchdowns like 100 yards against him. So, <laughs> J.J. Watt, I agree, and I think you should stand up, but where was this like week five when your team was really bad? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they started 0-3, 0-4. 0-5. They were 0-5. Yeah. 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 So, so um, but anyway, you know what the weird part about that too is if they uh, lose this weekend, Miami Dolphins lock in the third pick next year. Yeah, Off that's the Liberty Tunsil trade. That's crazy. That's crazy. That good for them. Good for them. Um, do you do you do you feel like JJ Watt is the most influential player in the NFL? 
Like in what ways? Well, he he says his co- basically he called his coach out, and the next day he was fired. <laughs> and I don't think I don't think there's another player in the NFL you can say could do that. <laughs> That's pretty, that's pretty intense. Uh, I'm wondering, was that the first time he's ever called O'Brien out? Yeah, first time in public anyway, you know, in public, he called him out and he was fired the next day. So I was, I was like, dude, Russell Wilson couldn't do that. Drew Brees couldn't do that. Patrick Mahomes couldn't do that. You know, like I, I don't, I can't think of a single player who could call a call his coach out and get him fired. <laughs> So I think the one interesting part that I agree with you saying, <laughs> what a interesting part to that is that Bill O'Brien deserved to get fired too. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. You're not really going to say, well, Andrew Reid, he should be fired. Yeah. Uh, no, that's uh, true. It, it's a little different in the sentence. Because Mahomes, I think, has the most influence of any player in the NFL. Um, but then you think about it, well, <laughs> he great. So yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Um, or Pete Carroll. It's not like you're gonna fire Pete Carroll. <laughs> yeah, you're not firing. Or, I mean, Sean Payton is a very interesting coach. I think maybe a little overrated, but uh, yeah, I doubt that that too. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, Sean Payton's an inter- He is an interesting coach. So let's go. Let's jump over the NFC. Uh, yeah, sorry, we're, we're gonna dive. We're going away from the playoff things. So we can. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So he, all right, NFC playoff picture. Yeah. So w- number one seed right now is Green Bay, but the Saints can get it if they win and Green Bay loses to Chicago. Which, no, no. If Green Bay loses to Chicago and Seattle beats the Niners, so it's kind of a stretch that the Saints get it, but they can still get it. The one seed. The Packers win, they get the first seed. Yeah, Packers win, they get the first seed. Now, I know. The Packers are scheduled to beat the Bears soundly on Sunday. However, I think like a scrappy Bears team, especially they're playing scrappy now. They weren't previously. They're playing real scrappy now. Uh, I wouldn't. Su- really well right now. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me in a in a uh, in a long rivalry from way back in the to the fifties or however long it's been. Uh, would not surprise me if the Bears pull one out in at Soldier Field. What do you What do you think? Agreed, I hundred percent agree. I mean, again, another divisional game. Well, these games are always scrappy. Uh, Bears are playing well. I want to put a caveat on it. Uh, their last three opponents, the Texans, the Vikings, and the Jaguars, were terrible defenses. Um, however, they've won the games pretty well, pretty handily. Besides, the Vikings game was close. So yeah. I do think it'll be a scrappy game. I'm actually rooting for the Bears. Um, I don't really know why, but I am. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but I, I think it'll be a, I think it'll be a close game. I think Green Bay. Green Bay is a good team. Everyone's just playing great, but their strength of schedule is yeah. ridiculous. Like they have, they have had the easiest schedule. It seems like in the NFL, they do have a good wins over at the Saints. That's a good win in Week Three. Um, but they got trounced for the box. That was a tough game. They beat a 49ers team that had no one playing. Yeah. And then they lost to the Colts. I'm trying to think of any team that's a winning record. They only have like three games of winning record. Yeah. Teams. Well, they well they so, beat the Titans at a. That is interesting. Did they beat the Titans at a crucial time? That was kind of a crucial yeah. crucial Russia win. Tiger, you're right. Last week they crushed them. Yeah, and and I was not expecting that at all. 
I mean, it made sense when I saw it. I was like, oh, well, well, yeah, you know, but I was not expecting it, you know? Like, I wasn't expecting – I was expecting either the, the Titans to run them over it or it be tight, you know? Um, but, that you know, it is cold, and I got to remind myself that the Titans live in Nashville, and it's not the coldest place, you know? So when you when you run into the cold, it kind of takes the takes the lead out of your pencil, you know. Coach, you know, coaches used to tell it to tell you, you know, you got no lead in the pencil. <laughs> you think, I, I, I was debating this too, but it's over. <laughs> uh, but I, I was thinking the same thing because you think the Titans are built for cold weather because they got Derrick Henry, you know, a big bruiser, it's hard to tackle in the snow. But then again, no one they play in Nashville. <laughs> and then you have Ryan Tannehill who grew up in Texas, and uh, you don't—you never play in the cold. Yeah. So I was thinking maybe they don't want to play in the cold. And obviously, Aaron Rodgers has so many games in the cold; it's ridiculous. So it wasn't their advantage completely. But it wasn't yeah. surprising seeing Tennessee just get demolished. It wasn't even a game. No, it it, it was not a game. Uh, they were getting dominated the line of scrimmage on offense. And defense. I mean, defense is obvious. Everybody dominates them at the line of scrimmage. But offense surprised me because their old line, even without their best old lineman, Taylor Luan, is still really top. It's still a top ten old line, you know. So I was, I was super surprised, super surprised. Um, so yeah, the Packers are the one seed. The Saints are the two seed. Now going going to the Saints, you know, we can talk. We can kind of talk about Sean Payton now. He's he's a guy who always has these huge winning records but gets upset in the playoffs like in dramatic fashion. So it's like is this the year that they just kind of not get upset, you know, cuz they're always favorite favorite to to like win the NFC basically every year, you know. So is this their year? I don't know. Yeah, they actually do win it. They well the regular season is so good and the Trumpet's playoff record is not good. No, it's, he has brutal losses there. Again, I mean Stefan Diggs play um, it's the Rams too, the pass interference. I mean, he has brutal losses. Yeah. But if you take away, and if you can't ever say this, it's ridiculous. But if you take away his one Super Bowl, yeah. his resume is okay. It's not amazing at all. No. And so, uh, no. He's, he's eight and seven. The offense does not. Yeah. He's eight and seven in the. I mean, you're talking about for a possible yeah. Hall of Fame coach. That's, that's, uh, he's talked about as that high of a regard. So, yeah. I think that's interesting. Yeah. He... Um, but I I don't have a ton of faith in Saints right now, but I do think they have a lot of pieces on defense, and they are getting Michael Thomas back to the playoffs, whatever that means. Better yet, there's holes in every single team in the NFC, so I think they can beat anybody. Yeah. Yeah. The NFC is way more interesting than the AFC. I think. Well, I mean, both are interesting, but I just you know the Chiefs are probably gonna win. I mean, I hope I'm wrong. I hope somebody upsets them, but uh, and then. I think the NFC is wide open. You know, I even think, okay, so like, let's go to the three seed. The three seed right now is the Seahawks, whose defense has, they have 31 sacks since week seven, I think it is. I don't want to misquote that. I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure that's the stat. When Carlos Dunlap came over, whenever Carlos Dunlap came over, they have 31 sacks, which is like top five in the league during that time. So, their defense has vastly improved over the, the course of the season from it being atrocious. So are you taking the Seahawks seriously or not really? 
Ah, uh, it's kind of a hard one for me. So their defense, if we recall, their first like five weeks of the season, maybe he said six weeks, he said week seven. Yeah. Was on a historic pace with the worst passing defense in NFL history, which is crazy. Um, because now their defense is carrying them. The last like four weeks of the season, the defense has carried the offense. That high-powered passing attack has not been the same for Seattle. And also the running ball, running the ball has been pretty average, but they're still winning because they have Russell Wilson that doesn't make key mistakes, and their defense, like you said, is getting after the quarterback. However, when they face a really good team, what happens? The offense struggle, but I do, I think, that they can still beat – I think Green Bay they would struggle with. I really do. I think Green Bay they would struggle with because Green Bay has locked down corners. Jared Alexander is one of the top three corners of the league this year. So yeah. he would take Metcalf away. Uh, we wouldn't take him away, but he would at least lock him down pretty good. And then Rodgers is a different animal to go against. Uh, but I think Seattle can beat any other team. Um, yeah. Know. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's – they're they're interesting. The number four seed is the obviously the winner of the East. Who do you think is going to win the East? Washington, New York, or the or the Cowboys? <laughs> Alex Smith's supposed to play, right? Uh, no, I I don't think so. I think he's I think he's Pretty out. Sure he's supposed to play. That's Let's... why they cut Haskins. Yeah, let me um, let me let me pull it up because. So if Washington wins, they're in. Washington loses, the winner of the Cowboys and Giants is in. Yeah. I think the Cowboys beat the Giants. Yeah. Me too. Uh, which would be insane if they make the playoffs. But I I, I actually think the Cowboys are going to get I, I really think that the Eagles somehow are going to pull it out. Uh, even though Washington's D-line is the only reason why they're in this. But um, it's going to be interesting if McLaurin plays. McLaurin did not play last week for Washington. And he's obviously yeah. a huge part of their offense. And Gibson is still pobbled with the turf though. So Yeah. And, and well, and to me, in my opinion, I think Washington has the best chance of beating a team in the playoffs. Just because if they match up with the Bucks and the in, in history, we've we've seen Tom Brady. How do you beat Tom Brady? If you can get pressure with four people, Tom Brady is not very good. And the Bucks are I mean, I mean, excuse me, the Washington football team. Has very has a very good front four and can do that. And if you have a quarterback who's not turning the ball over like Alex Smith, I think Washington has a very good chance in that game. And I do not think the Cowboys have a very good chance in that game. So that is my thoughts on that. I do think the Cowboys get in as well, however, because I am not sure if if Alex Smith is playing. If Alex Smith if Alex Smith is playing, I think they win that game. But I'm pretty if, sure he's playing. I'm pretty sure. The Eagles have been playing better. Yeah. Uh, but their defense is just terrible. But the Washington offense is not great either. Yeah. So. Yeah. I'm I'm looking at I'm looking at the news right now. So um yeah, it said it says he's taking first team snaps from what it looks like. So maybe he is playing. If he is, I I think Washington wins. But and I'd rather see Washington. I really would. Because the hey. Cow Oh yeah, yeah, because the Cowboys, man. If if the Cowboys make it to the playoffs, now I'm not a I'm not a big Cowboys fan, so don't 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 think that I'm like trying to help want to help them. But I think it would be better for the Cowboys 
if they lost the game and actually took a look in the mirror and realized that they're not very good. Because if they win, I think it validates something for them. And then they're just going to continue in mediocrity, which most people don't mind. I think I think a lot of people, you know, most of the football world doesn't mind that the Cowboys are in mediocrity, you know, yourself included, I'm sure. <laughs> so. Well, I can't say I don't like the Cowboys at all. I always root them to lose. Yeah. But I would kind of challenge you on that is I don't think that – I think that they have the offensive personnel and firepower with Dak Prescott in there. If they can get even a medium defense, an average defense, they could make noise in the playoffs uh, next year. The problem is this year is behind the 49ers, they were hit the hardest with injuries. Yeah, uh, they're off of the line, which nobody talked about, was absolutely in shambles for a couple of weeks. Yeah. They're out almost all their starters. Yeah, and uh, their yeah. best, maybe the best player on their team, Tyron Smith, at left tackle, has barely played this year. And uh, so, and Martin's been out. So I think that that firepower, their weapons are ridiculous. Their three receivers together are great, and then you have yeah. Allen, uh, then you have Ellie and Pollard. Yeah. So I think that they have potential offensive firepower um, if they can get an average defense to compete with anybody next year. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, and, and, and you're right about that because their O line has cost them dearly. You know, like they just, I, I mean, Dak got hurt. He was just getting hit all the time. I mean, I know he didn't get hit uh, because of his O line. He was running the ball when he got hurt, but. It's just like he's he was taking so many hits and he's running around for his life because his old line just is no good. And I always go back to the offensive line coach because their old line coach is now at the Cleveland Browns or their ex line coach, and he is no longer with the Cowboys. And I don't think that's a coincidence because <laughs> <laughs> I will say you were the most informed O line coach for a non white insider. You know that I talked to you, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, and if anybody listening does not know, the Cleveland Browns offensive line is rated number one in both run and pass. And he, and their, their coach used to be the Cowboys offensive line coach. So there you go. Is there a coincidence there? Yeah. I, I, I think not. But, I mean, a lot of people might argue with me, which is, which is totally fine. It's totally cool. Uh, I, I, I think the offensive line coach is the third most important p- person on an NFL football team. So, <laughs> whoa, let me see. Are you gonna go quarterback, coach, head coach, offensive line coach? Yeah, that's what I go. That those are my those are my three people. So it's like, okay, coach situation, what is it? Okay, quarterback situation, what is it? Okay, now who's your old line coach? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I don't know if I agree. I'll think about it a little more. Well, um, well, think. I'm gonna put something in your head. Who isn't? Who is responsible for protecting the most important person on the team? The offensive line, and who's responsible for training them? The offensive line coach. <laughs> true, yeah. True. Yeah. So I would say quarterbacks definitely one. Yeah. And coach two. I would say D coordinator three. Okay. Okay. Uh, well, well, and, and that's probably. that's arguable because it's it's. The defense is really important too, you know. Defense is uh, football is amazing. But yeah. we're getting sidetracked big time here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's the four seed. Interesting situation over there. The five seed is the Bucks, which I don't think they move unless the Rams 
beat the Cardinals, which could easily happen. I think if the Rams beat the Cardinals and they the move Rams into the – Rams are not going to beat the Cardinals. Yeah. The Rams are out everybody. Have you seen who's playing for the Rams this week? No. No, who's in, who's playing? Yeah, so Jared Goff had surgery. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that, yeah. So they have a quarterback's name, which I, I've never – I didn't know how to pronounce. I've never even heard of him. And then uh, Cooper Cup got put on the COVID list. Ken Akers, they're not sure whether he's going to play. Jarrell Henderson got put on IR. Oh, man. So Malcolm Brown is looking to start at running back, um, who I played against, ironically. And then uh, and then they're out Cooper Cup. And so, I mean, that's a big deal. And Kyler Murray is playing. So. Yeah. That is – yeah. So, yeah, I, I mean, I picked the Cardinals for sure just because Goff was out, you know. But – um. Man, it, I, I would love to see the Rams out of the playoffs. I really would. I, I don't want to see them play because they lost to the Jets. And they're just it's just like you had everything in front of you and you look like a team that can compete to go to the Super Bowl. And now it's like they're nothing. You know, they, they literally went from everybody was talking about them winning the NFC to like, they might not even get in if Chicago and, and the Cardinals beat them. You know, if Chicago beats Green Bay and the Cardinals beat them, they don't even make it. They're out. So yep. it's uh, that was an interesting turn of events for them, for sure. And, yeah, and then the so the Cardinals beat them, and then if the Bears lose, then they're in at the seventh seed. But if Goff is out, like, I don't, I don't take him serious at all, right? Do you take him serious if Goff's out or – no, I think I think the Cardinals win the game. The Rams aren't playing great right now anyway. And yeah. without Goff, which I don't think Goff's a top end quarterback. However, yeah. still, I mean, getting an unknown player, which you've never heard of, um, stepping in his first career start, I mean, that's a big deal. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm, and I always use the reference my my senior year of wrestling. We used to wrestle together too. That's that's kind of crazy. So. Um, Raymer was actually a really good wrestler. He was a state runner-up. Were you state runner-up twice or just once? Uh, just once. Yeah, hey, you were a good wrestler as well, James. Well, no, no, no. So I have a story. Okay, so I was a good wrestler. <laughs> I, I, uh, I had, I was the number two seed going to the state tournament. Right, I only lost to the guy who was the one seed the whole season. Right, but prior to the state tournament. I wrestled a kid from Del Norte or a, a smaller school. So I don't even compete against them in the state tournament. Right. And I lost to him 12 to seven, like the week before state. And it took everything out of me. Like it was like, like it was one of those losses where you were supposed to win. Cause I, I beaten him like three or four. Like, I think I, I'm pretty sure I beat him like three times and I pinned him every single time, you know? And uh, I ended up losing to him by five. Like it wasn't really that close. He ended up beating me, and uh, I walked off the the mat that day just like really distraught, and I really never recovered. And when I went to the state tournament, it kind of lingered, and I ended up taking sixth place, and I was scheduled to take second, you know. And uh, yeah, but that was a super disappointing finish considering yeah. your season and how well you've been wrestling. Yeah, and and so I always point to that as like. That's what happens in sports. If you, if you like the Rams did this with the Jets, they go up against a team they're supposed to win and they don't take it serious and then they lose and it literally just kills them. You know, it just took them right out of the, it just took them right out, you know? So, 
Yeah. Mental, mental is just as important as physical. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, so the Cardinals, do you take the Cardinals series in the playoffs or not really? No. Okay. Okay. Too, too, too inexperienced. Um, I think the Bucks would beat them. Um, and uh, well, they're scheduled I, to play Seattle. If if they're the sixth seed, they're scheduled to play Seattle, and you and they've played Seattle tough both times. So yeah, that yeah. I mean that that is true. But again, it's a division game. I I, I you're looking at the division games are always a lot closer than other games. Hence Jacksonville beating the Colts. Yeah. Random game. But yeah. it's uh division games, you look at the history, are always closer than other matchups. Uh but I, I don't know. I think the NFC is wide open. Uh, I I don't know if I have a, and the clear favorites are pretty obvious. We have Packers and we have Rodgers. Yeah. Um, and then I'm rooting for Brady. I don't think it's weird. I'm rooting for the Bucks um, and Brady. I think that's a cool story. So yeah, that's kind of what I'm going for. Uh, but we'll see. Who are you going for? Yeah, I'm. I'm going for. Um, I mean, if Chicago gets in, I'm going to pull for them. They're going to play the Saints. I probably they probably don't win that game. I, I I'm actually going to take the Saints in the NFC. I'm going to say the Saints win the NFC. And I'm going to say that they kind of get over their their off their postseason woes um really okay. yeah yeah okay. And, and, and they're more like they're one of those teams where it's like i i could i actually think they might play the bucks in the title game like i could see the saints versus the bucks in the title game and then them just beating the bucks like they have all year you know and it just not being very interesting actually which wouldn't be cool for us but i could see i could see that happening um i mean it's definitely possible i, I don't know how the playoffs it all depends on the seating works of course, but yeah, I mean those two teams you can make an argument uh, are there. The thing with the Bucks that's really confusing is the reason why I thought they're legitimate Super Bowl contenders beginning of season was because their defense was playing at such a high level. They were playing great. Um and the last I don't know how many weeks, but seven weeks probably, their defense has not looked apart and really they're making their past defense has been really bad. So I think that they need if they don't get that under control, um, it could cause a lot of problems. Obviously. Yeah, yeah. So do they do they do they keep it the same or do they run it like a real bracket? Because they usually run it where it's like the one seed plays the lowest possible seed, right? In the divisional yeah, round. So the one seed has a bye. The two seed plays the seven seed. Three seed plays the uh, six. Whatever. Yeah, yeah the that, six, yeah. and then the four plays the five. So it's like. After that first round, they usually do it where the one seed plays the lowest seed available. So, like, if seven beats two, the one seed will play the seven, right, you know, in the second round. And yeah, then we'll do it that way. Oh, okay. Okay, because – because they'll, they'll always do the lowest seed plays uh, the Packers. Okay, okay. And then the two seed will play the next lowest, right? That'll, that'll be what happens? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Okay. This is James Montgomery, and this was primarily pro football talk with the legend Matt Raymer. Thank you.